What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If it is your first time here, my name is Brandon. In today's video, we're gonna be doing a little bit of a comparison between the company CNR and CP Rail. These are of course the two major players in the Canadian market when it comes to the railroads. This is a question that I've gotten countless times over the years and especially right now with the current events that have been going on, especially with the, re the video that I posted yesterday on CNR just a couple days ago, we had some specific requests to do a comparison and try to identify which of the two is a better stock to buy if they are a good stock to buy at all. So let's dive into it today, guys. If you enjoy, give this video a thumbs up and you can always check out our investing academy down below. You can actually join our private membership group for $19 a month and keep up with our trades and all of that. You can learn all about that down below. But let's start off today with just a quick little look at the performance. This to me is a very logical place to start off. And in this chart you're looking at on the screen, this is a 10 year performance chart. This is a total return. This would therefore include dividends reinvested. And as we see by the purple line, CP Rail, the smaller of the two, has significantly outperformed CNR. Now a quick little background on both of our companies. We'll start briefly with CNR. This company was founded back in 1919. At the time, a crown corporation. They went public in 1995. And this company is by far the larger of the two with approximately 20,000 miles of track across North America. You'll note that with this map I'm showcasing on the screen, this reaches all the way up to the northern parts of Canada. It stems all the way over east to Halifax and even as far down into New Orleans, which is a very unique three-point coast system. In terms of CP Rail, this company was actually founded earlier than CNR. This dates back to 1881, and they have approximately 20,000 kilometers worth of track. Now, the math on that in miles is about 12,500, so we can call that a little bit more than half of the network or the routes that CNR has. Very important with CP is that these do span across seven provinces. That ranges from Vancouver all the way to Montreal, and these are hitting the major hubs across the country. You do also get a little bit of exposure down south to the US. Their routes do dip into Kansas City. One thing that is very important to know with this, this dates back to actually 2020 when they acquired a company called CMQ. This deal is crucial because it does actually extend their access and their commercial rights to the far coast of Canada, which they otherwise would not have had had they ended up uh, with their routes just ending in Montreal. Now. In relation to size, what you're looking at on the page is just a simple market cap breakdown. The blue line representing CNR, again, the larger company sitting at 95 billion. CP Rail, on the other hand, sits at about 62 billion. We've seen actually a tremendous run post COVID. We're going to take a look at that in just a second, but that'll give you some good reference in terms of the size of these two companies. Now, the next chart that we see on the screen is going to be a simple breakdown of the company's respective revenues. As we can see, CNR does pull in the superior amount of revenue, currently sitting just shy of about 14 billion, whereas CP sits at about 7.6. So about double the amount of revenue that CNR pulls in. But a very interesting progression that I can share with you here, if we look to the bottom of this page, these are forward EPS numbers. In orange, we have CP with the consensus over the next 12 months, this would be of course, at about $20.50 per share. CNR sits at about $5.92 per share. Do keep in mind that CP does trade on a per share basis about three times ballpark that of Canadian National Rail. But as we look to the growth numbers in these earnings per share metric over the past, here we're looking at the past uh, five year and 10 year actually, what you're looking at on the screen is CP Rail by the way. And as we can see highlighted on the right, they've been growing their earnings per share by 16% compounded 
over both time periods. In contrast, we look at CNR, we see a much lower number, actually in the lower single digits, they actually had a rough year kind of chalked to COVID, rougher than CP, absolutely. And these discrepancy in numbers really got me thinking and asking, why is one company growing so much uh, faster than the others? And I, the other, and I came across a very, very key piece, which I'll pop up on the screen for you guys. CP's profitability improvement has been nothing short of impressive over the years. The rail ranked among the worst margin performers in 2012, but leapfrogged to one of the best in 2019 and 2020. Take a look at these numbers dating back from 2012 in particular, when they hit their lows of 38, uh, 38% gross margins to where we sit today up at 56. Operating margin tells us a very similar story. They have been improving this year after year after year and becoming a more efficient railroad. CNR, on the other hand, is absolutely nothing to balk at. These are some impressive margins nonetheless, but they have been rather consistent and rather stagnant where CP has been showing that growth. And this really has came to show in the performance of the company, in their profitability and the cash flow that they've been generating. I'll speak a moment on the dividends for both stock because these both stocks would absolutely classify as dividend companies. Today, CNR pays a dividend of 61 cents per quarter. This was included in the raise, or this includes the raise that they did just back in January. This is a yield of about 1.8% as of today's share price. CP, on the other hand, pays 95 cents per quarter. This is the equivalent of about 0.8%. So definitely the smaller dividend on CP. As we can see from the payout ratios, CNR with the bigger dividend does have a heavier burden. That's sitting at about 47% of their earnings. CP on the other hand sits at a ratio of about 15%. These are both very, very fair in my opinion and really nothing to worry about. This is a little bit of a messy chart that you're looking at, but these are both dividend growth stocks here in Canada. And what we're looking at is a five-year number. CNR has been compounding at about 13%. CP does take the lead here in terms of dividend growth, where over the past five years, they've grown their dividend at 20% compounded. So two very impressive numbers, but we would give the edge to CP in this case, in terms of the recent dividend growth. As I've mentioned on countless other videos, both of these companies put a very high priority on delivering dividends and not only delivering them, but increasing them. Take CNR as a great example. Since they've IPO'd back, uh, dating back to 1995, they've paid out dividends and increased them in every year. If we actually take a look amongst the Canadian market, CP Rail is one of the fastest growing, growing dividends, grower of dividends over the past few years. You can see this displayed pretty well. This only dates back to 2017, but you see the high double digit numbers that we're seeing on a year by year basis. I'll speak a moment briefly on the company's financial health and balance sheets. I saw no immediate red flags, nothing glaring to be concerned about in both companies. If we were gonna pinpoint something, we could give CNR the slight edge due to the lower financial leverage and a lower debt to equity ratio. These are very much in line with their past decades, so I see nothing of issue there. Both companies carry little cash on hand. CNR carries about $518 million as of the recent quarter, CP, $360 million, that is really quite small. They may sound like big numbers, but those are very, very small in the big scheme of things. But these companies do tend to operate uh, very much through either debt, uh, taking on debt, or cash flow. So cash is not uh, as high of an importance in a business like this, in my opinion. Valuation-wise, to look at a couple of price metrics with these two companies, we do see a very, very similar story, especially with CP 
performing well as of recently. These are forward PEs that we're looking at and we see them trading at a multiple of 22 times and a multiple of 23 times. They very much move in tandem. There was a little bit of a divergence here uh, as of recently, just in the past month as Canadian National Railway has sold off. But even if we go back to, let's say a five-year number, these companies very much tend to operate in a very, very similar fashion. CP has done technically a slightly better job of buying back shares. They are buying, both companies are buying back at a decent clip, but the edge would go to CP in this case. It's obviously easy to say back in hindsight or hindsight's 2020, looking back now, very fair to say that over the past few years, CP has actually been the more attractive hold. I think the numbers do suggest that and the performance clearly suggests that. But what these valuation metrics tell me today to kind of wrap up my thoughts and I'll share with you what I would either do with these stocks or what I'm thinking about. I think now we're on a little bit more of an even playing field. I think the market has really recognized that CP's numbers have been uh, superior, at least over the past few years. But today I would still absolutely classify both of these stocks as not cheap. In fact, many people would go as far as calling these expensive stocks. What you're looking at on the screen here is a Morningstar valuation. They see CNR trading today at a 17% premium to their fair value. CP, on the other hand, trading at a 37% premium. And as I touched on in my last video, it's actually very common if you follow these companies, these top tier, high quality, very profitable companies that operate with such unique moats. And they really have this uh, corner of their market kind of etched out to themselves. It's very common that investors will pay a premium and they'll be willing to pay more for companies like these. And that's almost something that you come to expect and you come to uh, acknowledge and just accept when it comes with uh, investing in the in uh, each of these stocks. Regardless, uh, both of these stocks, I think, are tremendous long-term holds. I look at myself and ask myself, yeah, stocks may be a little bit overvalued today, but 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road, 40 years down the road, do we see this industry going out of business? Do we see these companies continuing to perform well? I think the case is absolutely with both of these. Which is the better stock in my opinion? I'd like to make something clear here. I think both of these companies are tremendous holds, but my assessment of this, if you are either considering buying one of these stocks or you already own one, you're considering buying the other, I would say simply due to sheer size, CNR would be more of the, let's call it consistent and stable pick. Like most things in life, you can pick the bigger, more boring option. And there are certain uh, things that come with that in terms of the security and safety. There are also some things you give up like a little more growth or a little more risk. CP again, being the smaller company with the more attractive earnings as of recently, and without a doubt, more attractive numbers, this could be a better risk reward situation, assuming the numbers do pick up if I were to pick a stock, because FYI, I actually don't own either of the railways and I know that I will at some point. In fact, I should probably just bite the bullet and pick one of these. I do tend to gravitate to the name and brand of CNR. I think that the network effect and the, the sheer size of the roots, that cannot be understated. And, you know, I think of an example even to something like uh, airplane carriers. I know it's not a fair apples to apples comparison, but let's assume you're looking to travel from Vancouver over to New Zealand or Australia. There are only so many carriers that make that trip. There are only so many companies that can offer that service. And with about double the track laid as of today, 
again, we have a big merger in, uh, in play right now, so I don't want to speculate on that, and I'll finish off of my thoughts on that. But with double the amount of track today, that just expands their opportunity for business. As I touched on, these companies are very unique in the sense that you don't just go and lay new track. You don't just have new competitors popping out of nowhere. And now that we have this Kansas City uh, Southern deal, for both companies, this will be a major, major addition to whoever ends up winning this bid and expanding their network down into Mexico in particular is one of the main air, one of the main areas of focus of this deal. I think that network effect is huge, which is why I reside to CNR rather than going for the all out growth. But that's just a personal opinion. Regardless of who wins this bid, ultimately, I do firmly believe that both of these companies will still continue to be long-term holds over the next 20 to 30 years. I know for certain there's going to be some people thinking, well, that's a far-fetched idea when we have new areas like electric trucks and autonomous freight delivery, truck driving. I know that's a very hot and trendy topic right now, especially among certain companies. But realistically, I don't see that taking place on a mass scale anytime in the immediate future. And when you understand just how impactful the railways are to our economy and uh, just how fruitful they are as an investment in the industrial industry, I would have no issue owning either of these companies. I think they're gonna do well both long-term. They're gonna continue to increase dividends. I think these will be actually tremendous dividend stocks down the road if you are looking at a long-term hold, even though they're not crazy attractive now. But personally for me, I have no issue with both. Again, it's going to be very important to see how this um, Kansas Kansas City Southern deal plays out. I don't really want to speculate on that because I, again, I'm just at the mercy. Same as you guys. We'll just have to wait and see. But those are my thoughts on both of the companies. Great companies right here in Canada. I'd love to know what you guys think, uh, whether they are good holds, whether you own them, whether you plan to buy them. Again, I just think I need to bite the bullet, honestly, but I can be patient too. If you guys enjoyed today's video, give it a big thumbs up and leave your thoughts down below. If you're not already subscribed to the channel, we post videos like this every single week. If you like these videos on comparison videos, uh, let me know down below. I can do more of specific companies, maybe in a very similar industry like this. As always, we do have our investing academy as well. If you're looking for either courses and training or you wanna join our private membership group and just take your investing to that next level, click the link down below. We work with Canadians all across the country. That's all for me today. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed. I thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next video.